Hey, 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 as we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard to see our way through. Beyond the normal mundane or where unscripted dreams live, join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and while we create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the bars to motivate and inspire our audience. So today's episode is clearly about, well, I shouldn't say clearly, because you don't know, but it's about... <laughs> back to office so in today's uh conversation you know we just want to talk about back to office and you know kind of bring it back reiterate things you know we we discussed working from home and now we're at the point where everyone thinks we're post-covid uh you know i'm not a uh, expert or a specialist or a doctor so i can't really give you my say on it but you know from history or from a scientific perspective viruses just don't up and go away so with that being said um, magic i think you know you can gather whatever you want from that <laughs> but um you know now you have the uh, head of state codenamed president um stating that you know he wants people to come back into the office and, you know, um, I just more or less want to talk about it because I know some people feel a certain type of way about going back to office, whether it's the illness situation or they got accustomed to working at home or, you know, there's just other plays in the way. Maybe you moved, you know, all these type of factors. Um, I guess, Marcus, would you what do you prefer? Would you prefer to go back to the office if you excuse me, if you could? No. Or, or OK. All right, I never want to go back. <laughs> I never want to go back. But what? What? I guess I'll share that. <laughs> but but uh, but uh, now that's interesting because I didn't know that that it was it's it's there. There's a push to get people to come back to the office. Um, like I had no I had no idea of that. So I think that's interesting. And like, what is the reason? Like, why? Like, what's the what's the incentive to return back? to the office that's kind of i think it's one of those circumstances where it's to stimulate the economy because when everyone was going ah, to work okay spending yeah. more money you know yeah, like that's true unnecessary money at that you know like i don't i can't tell you how many how much money i spent um just by driving to work and i lived like what maybe 20 20 minutes away with traffic i mean you can add tax of course so probably double that but um Either way, you know what I'm saying? In the midst of me going home, you know, you might get sidetracked and go to another store, like a dollar store, candy store, gas station, because you might need gas. So you end up buying snacks while you're getting gas, like, you know, running errands and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it adds up when you're out and about, you know what I'm saying? Not to mention, if you're going to work, you know, they do serve lunch and you know you're going to be paying. So... (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It never ends. So it's just one of those things where it's just like, if you do go back to work, just know that your pockets will not be as fat as they are. Yeah, that's true. All right. So I was thinking about that when I was getting ready for the episode. I don't know why I was lost on that fact just in that moment, but cool. So, so um, right. yeah, I, I, I was kind of thinking about that. I was thinking about the, um, like all the savings and like how just enjoyable it is to not have to commute to work. To not have to worry about clothes. I got five shirts. Five shirts I wear for it. I got a polo. 
that I wear, company provided. Got a couple button downs. Got a cardigan that I that I wear when I'm in my office hours mode. And then I got whatever random t-shirt really that I have when I don't have meetings or anything like that. You know, so it's like, and I don't care if the people I work with see me wearing the same clothes all the time because my stuff is clean. But it's like, why? Like, what's the point if you're seeing the same people all the time? You're not going anywhere. So there, there's really there's no incentive. And it's it's kind of less wear, too, on your clothes as well, because you're not going anywhere. You're sitting there. You're not brushing up against stuff. You're not walking around and paying like you're not your your clothes aren't really being, you know, tested and worn like they usually are. You're just sitting in a chair all day, you know. So but yeah, so that's. I mean, when you start to add that stuff up, when you start to look at it, yeah, it really does add up because you think about people aren't buying clothes for work because they're not, they don't have to go. I'm definitely not buying stuff for work. Um, gas, yeah, you're not you're not buying as much fuel to get to where you need to go because you don't have to go anywhere. And yeah, Joe, like you said, I agree. Like you're not, like I don't go anywhere. Like I work at home, I go to the store. You know when like Google, uh, I don't know if you had Google, like some of you, like they'll, they'll send you a timeline thing at the end of the month. Or at the beginning of the month, I don't know, Joe, do you get that? They tell you where you went. Oh, I used to. Not anymore. Yeah. So I don't know <laughs> how to t- I don't know how to turn it off, but I kind of just leave it on because it's funny to see whenever I get it. But it's like it'll always say, like, you travel 1.5 miles this month, and it's always me going to the grocery store. That's it. It's just me going to the grocery store and coming home, and that's that's it, because I don't go anywhere. And it's like I save a lot of money by doing that. I don't go out as much because I'm not stopping at these random places, you know, and it makes like it really makes a big difference because when you think about it, it really adds up. And yeah, we did talk about this before, but, but that's like what less wear on my car. I don't have to get my car washed as much because it just sits in the driveway, you know, so those things really add up. And I can see on the mic, like on the the uh, the macro level, like how that like how my like I know there's millions of people that are doing the same thing that I'm doing, you know, and how that kind of adds up. And then with somebody, whoever's, whatever economists and analysts are running the numbers, I think, yeah, it does hurt. It hurts the economy. But I think that, I think the online economy thrives, though, in a different way. All it is, is the dynamics have shifted, right? So it's just more or less just like the money has shifted elsewhere. That's the reason why you didn't see businesses uh, more or less uh, close, like your mom and pop stores. Uh, that was already hanging on by a thread they're gone they're out of there uh, i can give you a, actually i can tell you from my experience when i went to new york um for a whole week um by myself um last year um the beginning of uh, summer 2020 um 21 i mean i'm sorry see been a been pandemic so long, I don't even know what year it is. But, <laughs> but you know, I was there for a whole week, man. And, you know, I was walking through there talking with to random people that were just like native to the area. And they're like, yeah, man, a lot of businesses, you know, left and shut down because there's nobody coming out or doing anything. And this is New York, man. So people weren't even coming out there. A lot of people migrated to Texas or to like other states um, just for a place of employment. Like, uh you know, COVID really shook the world up. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, the money hasn't necessarily left. It just shifted elsewhere. And some of the people 
took this time to get uh, financially uh, smart and business savvy. Like COVID was that that period that everybody wish they had and they actually got what they wish for as far as like taking that time to get yourself together, get your life. What you think to your standard is straight or on the right path. Like that whole COVID process, uh, granted, you know, that was um, a very unique time and I don't think it'll ever happen like that ever again like this again um that's to be continued right um but i think that with this unique time period this is like our kind of like our gold rush so to speak like some people yeah. may not agree with that but i'm saying it from a perspective of like for you to get away with a lot of stuff this was the time frame to do it and with little repercussions yes yeah, or oh. all right so <laughs> so uh like as far as it like yeah, it did present an opportunity um and i do think the money has gone you know it's just being focused in some other areas but there's also a lot of folks that dropped the ball too i ain't gonna lie people that of course they wasted it they wasted it because they didn't see that like there was a window i don't know if we're like still in that window but there was definitely a window of opportunity we talked about it it's like there's a it's like there's a small window of opportunity to take like yeah we were in a pandemic and all this stuff that was going on that just magically went poof just just poof all right <laughs> so so uh but but we kind of knew at least i think in our circle it, it's a this is a small window of time we have to make the most of it and it was like you take every like every inch that you can get you have to take it because once things get to kick back to normal like it's all systems go and you don't know like because now since the world has changed quite a bit like you don't know what like, you don't know what's next. Like it's always, and the thing is that it's always something. So what's the next something or whatever it's gonna be. Uh, but uh, one of the things, I guess, with just the remote, like with the remote piece, um, like even with this push, like I really don't think, I, you can, I don't think you can like stuff this, like what they say, like put the genie back in the bottle in the sense that like it's, it's like, I think it's done. Like, I really do think it's done in the sense that companies and businesses are going to have to find a way to pivot into the digital space. And that it's like one of those things where I think companies are able to pay more competitively because now you don't like you don't have to have that like crazy lease on that office space. That's where, you know, like your operational no costs are different. So you can attract maybe you can afford to hire talent maybe that you can hire before and you can be more competitive salary-wise uh, to keep people on your team. So it's, I think that it's going to be a shift. I think we're in the process of a uh, kind of a shift to, you know, how we, like, value those kind of spaces. It's going to be interesting to see. I agree with you, man. Uh, you know, definitely, like, I've witnessed that, you know, firsthand. Like, some companies saved a great amount of money uh, just for, like, the whole, you know, business of operation space, or what you may call it, but there's also companies that require people to travel. Now, sky's the limit, baby. Like you ain't gotta be there unless you really wanna be there. So, you know, if I was a organization, I see how some of these are moving or doing, like let's hold off on uh, implementing people getting back in the air and taking these plane rides and stuff like that. Um, you know, there's really no point of doing that at this point when we've been actually probably more productive 
with people being in their homes and being, you know, more comfortable than actually, you know, taking uh, things, you know, doing things face to face, you know, because you never know what people go through to get to the job to deliver versus when they're at home. Not only do they have their own circumstances that they have to deal with, but at least they can deal with it more so on their terms. Like they can wake up and probably do more than two or three things at the same time and not worry about, hey, when I get home, this is what I'm going to have to do. And it just, you know, it's just less stress on people as far as uh, being very productive in your job. So um, the market is definitely competitive, much more competitive from that aspect because people are able to perform at their best. But at the same time, companies are willing to, are able to deliver more because, you know, there's less going on as far as they don't need people in person, blah, 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 to do the work. Now I can hire talent from across the state or across the country um, that's better than what I got in the state. So say I'm in Florida, I can't find what I'm looking for. Hit somebody up in Michigan. Uh, that person has more than what I'm asking for and they're not even asking for that much money. So, you know what I'm saying? It's a bigger uh, pool or resourceful pool for um, employers. Um, and it's a big pool for uh, people that want to be hired in different states too. So it's definitely a pro pro. I guess the only con is if you really want to go back to the office, like you want to get away from your wife, you want to get away from your husband, you want to get away from your kids. <laughs> but you know, that's a personal thing, right? So, you know, I do encourage people to get out if that's what the job entails. But, you know, what I'm saying it. I mean, that, at that point, that's up to you. That's your preference. So I think that there will be future state, some type of hybrid process. And it's just I think just we, we, we've evolved to where we're, we're able to just work remotely. It's, it's OK. You know, I do think I guess the question I, I do have for now is that but is it like there are some, I guess there are some downsides because working remotely, I mean, it's kind of different, like as far as like developing like a like culture within the company. I, I kind of see just, been, you know, working remotely for almost a year, uh, just like there's some changes that I'm still adjusting to because it's like I'm used to being like when I'm in an office setting, you kind of get a, a better feel for like how people are in like real life, but everything on camera, like when you're on camera, everybody's like when you're on camera, you're on, you know? So it's, it's weird. Like when you're in the office, like I think just the interactions are different and you can, you kind of see things in a different way, if that makes sense. Like you can, like you could, you could tell if people are up to something, you know, you'd be like, what are these people doing? But it also, I think adds to collaboration too, because you can, I think for me, one of the big things for me is that like being in that office setting, you could like engage with people. And you could also like kind of just passing by, see what somebody is working on and inquire about that. And then you could maybe like end up working on someone's team or working on a project just because you were around and you were in an environment where someone was working on something and you just took an interest like to learn more. But when it's remote, like you can't, like I can't be sitting here like messaging people like, what, what, what are you doing? You know, like, where are you working on? Like, there's no, there's, there's, there's no kind of a like spontaneity in that, in that sense. Cause I kind of just professionally, like a lot of, success I had was just me seeing somebody working on something and just like inputting myself into the equation, asking like, can I help with that? Or seeing somebody working on something that was frustrating and adding that support, like in this capacity, I can't really do that. So it like takes one of the, like something that's usually an edge for me, it kind of removes that uh, from my, my toolbox. 
you know what? Yeah, I agree. You're right. Um, almost lost my train of thought, but you know, <laughs> I agree. You're right, man. Um, I just think that overall, man, um, I feel like the older generations may feel a certain type of way about it. Some of them, don't get me wrong, like it just as much as we do. They've been waiting to sit at home and not go anywhere. But, you know, you got those some of those people that just lived on getting out of the house. And, you know, I don't think anything's wrong with that. At that point, it's preference. Uh, I think it's going to get to a point where companies may downsize to a building or a designated building, right? And um, they'll have workstations for people that do want to work at home. And, you know, I don't think anything is wrong with maybe requiring people to come in maybe like every quarterly, like for a meeting or something like that. But if it's going to be like that, make sure it's worthwhile. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Make sure it's an event where everybody can participate and there's something in it for them. Uh, because it wouldn't make much sense to just have people there uh, wasting your money, your time. Um, you know, at that point, at this point, there's a battle in the professional field, whether people realize it or not, of uh, between freedom, for freedom. Um, and, you know, it starts with the appearance. Now people are, you know, you couldn't tell me nothing with my hair and what, what, you know, I have longer hair. You can't see it right now, but, you know, I have hair where that could actually be braided or I could probably have dreads if I wanted to, but I choose not to. But I'm just saying for me to have that in uh, a professional setting with corporate, um, that was unacceptable. Now it's acceptable for me to rock my hair like this. Like it's more acceptable for people to be more of themselves and that's what I'm loving. We still have some leaps and bounds to cross and get there, but I think we're on the right path. And I feel like that this particular situation, even though it's unfortunate, this kind of uh, skyrocketed things forward. Um, you know, people are more comfortable being in their skin and with themselves, especially with the whole idea of people being forced home to work. So from a professional standpoint, things are looking up, they're looking a lot better. Um, you just kind of got to hold in there because if in five years we make this much change, just imagine what the next five years is going to be like. I just hope it doesn't get out of control, but <laughs> it probably won't. But what I'm saying is um, I think things are shaping up to be great to a point where people might start ending up with package deals from an employer where it's just like, man, like you might literally might be receiving benefits as if you was like a celebrity or something like an athlete or something like an all-star athlete. I know that's a, that's a long wish or a crazy dream, but I mean, why not push for it? We already pushed this far, right? Yeah, that's out there, Joe, for sure. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, <laughs> hey, but, uh, you know, we can all hope and dream, but I mean, it's, it's cool to kind of see what the future holds. I think, um, our generation, I kind of close on this is that like millennials, like we're gonna be the new old people, like we really are, and you sooner, know sooner than and later. You, and you know that, and I'm kind of like I'm kind of looking forward to it, just because like who dictates how we move in society? A lot of it is predicated by well, the older generation who has all the money, a lot of the wealth, it's it's dictated by how they kind of move in their group. So when we, when it's our time, you know, like what do we want? If we had a power, if we had most of the influence. You know, like, what is that world going to look like? And then for the generations beyond that, but the, the past uh, shaped the future, you know? And that's, I think that's one of the things that's important to kind of think about is, is 
like folks that are millennials that fall into that group is we start our own businesses, is we start to, you know, get into these positions of, of power and influences the other people kind of phase out, you know, what are the initiatives that that generation is going to be more so in charge? Like, what does that world look like? You know, I think that's a, I don't know, I'm kind of looking forward to it, but I'm definitely not trying to go back to the office ever, ever. Uh, and I'm just, I'm good, man. Like, I'm really good on that. <laughs> so, so, uh, but no, I mean, love, love to hear what uh, people think about that. If you work remotely, if you're kind of a hybrid uh, type setup, or if you just still have to go to the office, depending on the type of work, like if you're a mechanic, can't, can't do that remotely, you know? So some things will always be mainstays. It just is what it is, but I definitely think there's a transition. And I think that uh, digital real estate has a place there, but I'll close on that. If life has not taught you a lesson by now, especially with all of this ordeal that we've been dealing with for the past few years and everything that came with it, um, just go with the flow, man. You know, you never know. You can always make a prediction, but that doesn't mean that it's going to see through. So, you know, the best thing to do is adapt and go with the flow. And uh, this is just me giving you a word of advice, like when in doubt, go with the flow, man. Because I guarantee there will be opportunities for you to shine. That's all I got to say. Hey, take care. Be safe. Thanks for listening.